In December 1960, after the Beatles had returned from their first trip to Hamburg without a bass player because Stuart Sutcliffe had decided to stay behind to focus on his art career as well as his girlfriend, drummer Pete Best suggested they use his friend Chaz Newby, who'd played guitar in his band The Blackjacks. The result was that Chaz, on a Christmas break from university, became a Beatle for four gigs. December the 17th at Liverpool's Casbar Club, run by Pete's mum, Mona Best. Christmas Eve at the Grosvenor Ballroom in Liscard. December the 27th at Litherlam Town Hall. And New Year's Eve back at the Casbar. That Litherlam gig, which saw the first outbreak of Beatlemania, was the game-changer. However, Chaz had no real musical ambitions. This was just a spot of fun for him. But what a spot of fun it turned out to be. So I'm really glad to have him on this episode, which I'm co-hosting with musician and Beatle geek Ben Rowling, who set up the interview. I'm Richard Buskin, and we're Buskin with the Beatles. Nobody at Littleton Town Hall had ever heard the Beatles. Didn't even know who they were until Bob Wooler got on the microphones, announced to the crowd, and bear in mind, Littleton Town Hall was a proper dance establishment. It had a proper stage with curtains. It had a sprung dance floor. So Bob Wooler's behind the curtain on the microphone. Ladies and gentlemen, the way he used to embellish yeah. the announcements. <laughs> um, for your... Entertainment this evening. We've forgotten about the record, and uh, we've got this band direct from Hamburg. The fabulous, and he was just about to say the word Beatles, and Paul shoved him off the microphone and launched into Long Tall Sally. So you can imagine, wow, these girls—they're waiting for the dance music to start. Instead of which, the curtains whiz open, and there's this guy dressed in black leather screaming at the top of his voice, Long Tall Sally. As people recall, they just gradually started moving towards the stage. The dancing finished. They were looking at a performance rather than listening to the music. We'd be playing, what, eight or nine numbers. So by the time we got to three and four, whichever ones we would do it, then he would sing Wooden Heart, and then he'd be right. flicking his eyes at the girls in the front. <laughs> and they, God knows what the effect that had. Was there any screaming by the girls in the crowd? was towards the end, yeah, because Paul had got them all worked up and John was joining in, shouting all sorts of obscenities at them. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think he was, really. But that's what the, uh, the apocryphal tale is. But it, it, it wasn't like that, really. Yeah. They were just, we were just enjoying ourselves. And so the crowd felt it, because right. they'd never seen anything like this. As I said before, they were used to seeing, you know, a group of four or five young guys dressed in suits with ties, shirt, white shirts with ties, shiny shoes, mincing about on the stage. And instead yeah. of which, they're confronted by these three guys who can all sing, they can all play and contribute to the song, and they're all dressed in black leather. Right. And they're singing the real rock and roll songs. Now, the opening was always the best because it just woke everybody up. But the best part of the evening was the last song that we did, Ray Charles, because Paul John, George would encourage the audience, just like they did in Hamburg, to respond to the calls from the stage. Yeah. Right. And 
Yeah. Brian Kelly thought a fight had broken out because he could hear all this noise from his office. <laughs> and he sent in the heavy mob to go and sort it out. And all he saw were these young people having the time of their lives. So when Ray Charles' song, When What I Say Finished, he ran onto the stage, dragged us all back to his office, and he immediately signed the Beatles up to, I don't know how many it was, it was in the 20s. Uh, you know, it was, it was a gig or two gigs a week, yeah. and he wanted them on the show. To hear more of this interview, go to Buskin' with the Beatles on Patreon. That's www.patreon.com forward slash BWTB.